Welcome, everybody. Time to get in the cage here on 710 ESPN Seattle. It's brought to you by the Emerald Queen Casino. It's a pleasure to speak to this man always. Does a brilliant job covering combat sports for Yahoo Sports. You read his stuff. You know him. You love him. He is the one, the only Kevin Ioli here with us. Kevin, how are you, man? I'm great, Bob. Thanks for having me again. It's it's good to talk to you. I appreciate you doing it. And uh, I'll, I'll get into what's going on with the card this weekend, but I actually want to hit some of this boxing stuff with you. And I know you've written some pieces on this. And for our listeners out there that haven't had a chance to get your reaction, uh, I know it's we're a few weeks past it now, but the whole Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. exhibition that took place, I think some were pleasantly surprised by what we saw. The expectations incredibly low, but that's led to conversations now about – Tyson and you know Evander Holyfield, who's fifty-seven years old, and he wants twenty-five million for this. And now we've got you know idiots like Jake Paul calling out you know Conor McGregor, and we've got you know the other Paul brother. I guess I'm not. I could be screwing him up, but Floyd Mayweather is going to fight one of them. I'm a longtime boxing fan. I grew up with boxing. I participated. I watched. I love it. Uh, and we always hear, oh, black eye for boxing, black eye for all. Oh, this is going to do it. This one I can't help, Kevin, but feel like it's a black eye. This does nothing to make the sport of boxing any more credible or look any better, in my opinion. But for our listeners that haven't had a chance to hear you give a thought on this, where, where are you at with this exhibitions and the in the YouTubers and Nate Robinson and all this stuff? Well, you know, I think if you take the, um, you know, let's take Tyson uh, out of the equation for a second. You know, I, I don't like the YouTube stuff. Like, I, you know, when, when it first happened, they fought on the zone. They, you know, I thought, hey, if it brings more people to boxing, puts more eyeballs on boxing, great. You know, I, you know, it, um, but you have to match the guys appropriately and everything else. Um, but it's becoming, you know, to me, it's becoming a little bit of a joke with those guys. Like Logan Paul is going to fight Mayweather. Uh, now we'll see if that fight actually happens. You know, they're um, it's scheduled for February 20th, but uh, you know, I think they're going to determine if they go forward how the pay-per-view sales are going because they're doing an interesting thing. The earlier you buy it, the cheaper it is. If you buy it now, I think it's 25 bucks. If you know, then there's a certain period of time when it goes up to 35, then it goes to 45, then it goes to 50. So I think, you know, they're going to bet on, let, let's see how the, the sales are going. And we'll see, um, you know, if we, if we want to go forward with this fight, but Mayweather could name the time that, but that's not boxing. You know, that's a celebrity type event. Right. And I kind of feel like, um, you know, don't blame boxing for that one. You know, that's not a, you know, a, a knock on boxing and, bo- you know, legitimate boxing people have nothing to do with this. Mayweather's retired for three years and it's just a chance for him to make a lot of money with, with no risk. And so, you know, I, I, I'm against it. Now I'm not in favor when you talk Tyson, you know, I'm not in favor of, you know, 50 plus year old guys or even 40 plus year old guys fighting. But I think, you know, they're a little bit of a different story, you know, especially you saw them pulling the punches against each other, Roy Jones and, you know, where they, it was what Andy Foster said it was going to be hard sparring. You, you noticed that Tyson wasn't throwing a lot of head shots. There were a lot of body shots in the fight. And it was just like, you know, when you're in the gym and, you know, if you, you fought Bob and so, you know, you know, you protect your sparring partner, right? Mm-hmm. You're not there to, you know, knock your sparring partner out. And I think that's what we saw. Now, if you want to spend your money and watch that, great you know it was i mean it was a fun uh event that night i thought they did a good job with the you know music and all that i don't want to see those crazy youtube fights 
But you know, hey, if and, and I'm not, I'm not into Tyson and Holyfield now. I was then, 30 years ago. Um, <laughs> but if they do fight, you know, I think that's a little different than you know Jake Paul versus Mayweather, or you know, uh, or Logan Paul versus Mayweather, or, or Jake Paul versus Conor McGregor. Yeah, and and the, that's the other part of it is that you know the and again I get the Paul brothers screwed up. I'm not even really sure why they're famous, but the one that's calling out Conor McGregor and did the whole video and. I get that you want to you want to drum up interest and controversy and everything. It's it, it just speaks to the bigger issue of the the whole smack talk. I'm going to smack talk my way into a payday. I'm going to smack talk my way into a fight I otherwise wouldn't be qualified or deserving of. And we've seen it at the pro levels. We've seen guys take on that persona. It, it, my my only request to those guys would at least be clever. At least be clever instead of, you know, now it's just let me see how insulting I can be. Let me see how just abrasive right. I can be. Colby Covington is, is the classic example of that. Yeah, that's where, terrible. Yeah, where Chael and, and Connor had some cleverness and some humor to the way they did it. There, there was a sense of humor behind a lot of it. Where, you know, Colby, in my opinion, is just not smart enough to be clever when it comes to that. So I'm just going to go ahead and insult is in, and be as offensive as I can. And that's the same with, with whichever Paul brother is the one that did the video. It's just, for me, I look at it as yeah, that's, that's pathetic. And I'll kind of, I'll kind of date myself, right? But I'll say, like, you know, you remember the old TV show, you know, years ago when, you know, at least when I was a kid, to tell the truth. And, you know, there was Kitty Carlisle on there. Like, why, you know, why was Kitty Carlisle famous? You know, basically, she was famous for being famous, I guess. You know, she was, you know, like, what did she actually do? But, you know, she was, and there was a lot of those game show, you know, people were panelists that they weren't really famous for anything or what did they accomplish in their other lives, but they were on. And I think that's kind of what the Paul brothers are. But hey, you know what? God bless them. I look at it and I say, hey, they're making a living and a good living in a time when, you know, the pandemic is, you know, is hurting a lot of stuff. So I'm not going to mock their their business, what they're doing. But when you get into the fight game, it's a, it's not a joke. And I think, you know, you have to be respectful of the athletes and you have to make sure you match correctly and everything. And that, you know, this is this whole thing with Mayweather is where it gets a little bit out of hand. Hey, one other one other thing in the world of boxing. I was just looking at your your timeline on your Twitter page, and by the way, you can follow Kevin on Twitter at Kevin I at Kevin I on Twitter. And you wish Manny Pacquiao a, a happy birthday. He's forty two years old right now. What, what's in front of him in terms of boxing? For again, for those that didn't didn't read your your piece on yahoosports.com. Uh, he's a guy who's who's looked good. I mean, he went in against Keith Thurman, and everybody thought, okay, you're gonna you're gonna see an old washed up guy, and perhaps take a beating in there, and that was anything but what we saw. So he he's certainly got something left in the tank. But realistically, what what's a fair expectation for Manny moving forward? Yeah, you know, I think the best thing that they could do for him is match him with Mikey Garcia. I mean, Mikey Garcia is a, a good sized opponent. You know, they're both welterweights, but they're not these huge welterweights. They're both skilled boxers, and I think that would be a good fight. And, you know, um, I haven't given it a lot of thought at this point who I would pick in that fight, you know, but I think it it's a fight that I, I think a lot of people would want to see. Now, you know, both Terrence Crawford, you know, who I think is uh, the number two pound-for-pound pound fighter in the world, and Errol Spence Jr., who I have uh, as number four, they're – they want to fight uh, Pacquiao. And I think the, both of those fights are a little bit more on the mismatch side. You know, I don't think Senator Manny at this stage of his career, especially against a guy like Spence, who is so much bigger, I think that becomes an issue. And, um, and so, you know, I think, but he, you know, Manny is still at 42 years old fighting at a high level. 
and I think you'll see him when he comes back, probably in the spring, uh, in against the, you know, he's not going to fight a jabroni. He's going to fight somebody who's good. <laughs> well, so you've got, you've got Bud Crawford, number two, Spence, number four. So let me guess your number one is Canelo. Correct. And then I got uh, Noya Inouye, number three. Where did Lomachenko go on your list after his loss? I don't. Ha- I think I have him at seven. I dropped him down. I have Lopez uh, at five. You know, I put Lopez in there at five, and I believe I I dropped uh, Loma to seven. Um, I just kind of felt like you know he had lost twice, um, and you know to guys that you know you were you're a little bit surprised he would have lost. I think he's a you know Lopez a much was a much bigger lightweight than he was, but um, I I moved him down a little bit in the rankings because of that. Okay, fair enough. Kevin Ioli of YahooSports.com is our guest here on 710 ESPN Seattle. Let me get to this weekend's card uh, before we let you go. Just two fighters I want to ask you about, and and obviously they're the two biggest names on the card. Uh, Jose Aldo, 34 years old. He's lost three in a row. He's he's far from the dominant figure we saw beating the daylights out of Uriah Faber's leg and you know doing everything he was notorious for doing. Yet he's I don't look at him and go he's washed. Where, where is he at? I asked you the same thing about Manny. Where where would you put Jose Aldo in the grand scheme of things? Is he a guy you look at as a legitimate title threat? Is he a stepping stone these days or heading that way? Where where do you have him? Well, if you look if you look at you know who he's fought, you know he lost those three fights. You know he loses to Alex Volkanovski, who is now the featherweight champion, who loses to Marlon Marai in a fight that most people thought he won. You know Marlon Marai is a pretty doggone good fighter, and then you know he gets beat by Peter Yawn, uh, who is the uh, the new bantamweight champion. Uh, you know, so you look at it, and, and it's not like he's fighting lesser lights, right? I mean, he's in there with you know really elite opposition. I don't think that. Jose is um, a guy that's going to be like the very, very top guys. But I think he's ranked appropriately. They have him ranked seventh right now. And I think you look in that Bantamweight division, and, you know, they have some killers in there. And that the very top guys are really, really good. But then you drop down and there's, a, you know, you can kind of throw a web over the uh, the rest of them. You know, they're uh, and they're very similar, I think, in terms of talent and abilities and all that. And so I think Aldo, you know, fighting Cheeto Vera this week, that's, that's a really good fight like I, I don't see him competing at this stage of his life with Aljamain Sterling and Sandhagen and and guys like that that are up at that top level but I think you know most of the other guys you know he's in there and you know he's going to put on a show with them and you know and he and he's going to be competitive you know he may win some he might lose some but I, I I don't think he's totally washed up at this point if he wants to keep going uh, and then the last one, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson will be headlining the card. And I, I love him as a person. I, I think he's a great fighter. I love his style. Um, 37 years old, though. He's lost two of his last three. He's coming off a win against Vincente Luque, which was a, back, a war, fantastic fight, but hasn't fought since November of last year. Where, where do you have him in his career? Is he, is he another guy? I mean, we saw him go up against Tyron Woodley, and, and he, he looked like he was, you know, he was primed to get it done. He goes, he goes for a draw, then loses the, the rematch in, in terms of a title. Is he a legitimate title threat, do you believe, still? Or is he a guy trending downward based on what he's done recently in his age? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I talked to him about his age the other day, and, you know, and he, and he made the point. He said, hey, look, I got knocked out for the first time in my career, which was more than 80 fights, you know, all the kickboxing matches he had, and then and then against Anthony Pettis last year. And so, you know, so, um, 
you know, that was a, a kind of a surprise, to be honest with you. But uh, I think Stephen Thompson is still right there. You know, I mean, I think he's, you know, right up there. He's going to be a tough guy. I think Kamaru Usman is a, and Colby Covington are tough opponents for him um, because of their of that wrestling ability they have now. You know, you remember Woodley, who was a tremendous wrestler, couldn't, you know, had a really hard time getting Thompson down, and then when he got him down, keeping him down, you know, so Thompson is is good at that, but I think, you know, that was an older Woodley compared to, say, right now, Usman in his prime, um, you know, but, I, so I think he's a legit title contender, I think the top, you know, three contenders to Usman, uh, Covington, Burns, and Leon Edwards, you know, or maybe a, a cut above, and then you've got Masvidal, Thompson, uh, four or five, and I think the, they're a little bit back of those other three, but I think Steven is a, a, a big factor, and, you know, his fight with Jeff Neal, I think it's going to be a really fun fight on Saturday. Yeah, coming up this Saturday, UFC Fight Night, headlined by Stephen Wonderboy Thompson against Neil. Should be a fun card of Jose Aldo on that, as we just discussed, with Kevin Ioli of YahooSports.com, who does a great job covering the world of combat sports. Kevin, always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks so much, as always, for taking the time. I wish you nothing but the best over the holidays. Stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate having me on, and uh, happy holidays to everybody.